Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Curious John podcast. This is your host, Onome. In this episode, I'll be uh, going over a tweet from a Nigerian Christian known as Ebele Light. Uh, I just want to, I think she says some very interesting things and I think she says some things that are worth, like they are, they are worth um, responding to. And so I'll just be taking my time to go over the uh, tweets. Uh, before I start, I want to uh, I want to make sure that, like, I want to let uh, listeners know that I don't think Ebele is a horrible person. I don't think so. I don't think she's a bad person. I think she's just um, she's saying things that are consistent with her beliefs. Though I think I think she's wrong, of course, and I think some of her beliefs are harmful, and that's why I. I think it's worth talking about them. But I don't think she's a terrible person. I just think sometimes we could be sincerely mistaken. And uh, if, maybe if she listens to, Billy, if you are listening, if you listen to this episode and you want to, uh, maybe you want to talk about what I've said, uh, you're welcome. We can have a conversation together. All right, so I'll start to read the, uh, the thread now and I'll give my thoughts on what she says as I read on. So, I'll begin now. Prophetic Word, August 12, 2021. There is a fog of unbelief hanging thick in the atmosphere in this season. A demonic seed that the God of this world is sowing into the hearts of men, making them question not just the goodness of God, but also his existence. Some of you have caught yourself asking recently, what if God is not real? What if everything I've believed is a lie? What if I've been denying myself of all this pleasure because of a God that does not even exist? If God really exists, why is so and so happening? So I just want to say a few things at this point before I read on. And I want you to notice how Ebele here is. She's portraying questioning the existence of God or questioning God's goodness as something that is from, uh, from it is a, is a demonic seed. So she, she portrays it in this very negative light. And the thing is that there like a lot of Christians are raised up with this um, spiritual warfare belief. So a lot of Christians believe that there is this spiritual warfare out there where they, um, the angels of God and the demons of Satan are fighting over, like they want to win your soul. The, the demons of Satan wants to take your soul to hell. God is fighting to save you and all that. People actually believe these things, and they are, it's things that they are very like they are very terrified of. So when you are talking about somebody having doubts, and you know, somebody is doubting uh, whether God is out there, even looking at them, and you are comparing it to you are you are saying it's a it's a demonic seed, like you you sort of put this trauma in people's minds. So when 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 anybody begins to experience doubt, they are already they are already like. No, 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 this is, this is Satan, this is, this is something bad, this is, and they are not comfortable with it. And I don't think that's very, um, very helpful. But of course, I understand that that's what Ebele believes. And like I said before, I think she's just trying to be consistent with her belief. And one other thing I want to say, she's talking about all this like it's a, it's a prophecy. Well, I, I don't think this is something that you would call a prophecy. Like, I know there are some people that are going to be like, oh, yeah, it's true. Unbelief is becoming popular. Like, people are losing faith more and more. 
okay she's she's maybe she saw the future or something no if you've actually been on the internet recently you know that it's something it's a trend that you can actually notice so i wouldn't say this is a prophecy but let me just move on from there i intentionally use the word caught because the thoughts come suddenly unplanned and when you realize what you are thinking it makes you terrified and even leaves you doubtful about where you stand with god there is also a thick fog of spiritual exhaustion. It is not as if there is anything particularly significant happening to you. You can't place your hands on any reason in particular. You are just exhausted with God, with church, with prayer, with anything that is relevant to your spiritual growth. So she says it's not just unbelief, but people sort of have this um, spiritual fatigue. They don't want to, like, they're just maybe reluctant to go to church, to do things like reading the Bible and all that. And of course, she's all, she's, remember that in the context of everything that she's saying, she's saying this is, uh, this is a, a demonic seed. Well, I just want to say, I understand why it is very, I think it is, it is very natural for somebody to, doubt the existence of god at some point i'm not saying uh i'm not saying i'm not saying everybody without and become atheist or non-believers i'm saying it is very whether you are a christian or you are a muslim you are like, like there are so many reasons for you to doubt god's existence and when i'm when i talk about god yeah i'm talking about a i'm talking about the the classical abrahamic god a god that is all good all knowing all powerful all loving and all that like she said she said you may be asking the question okay why is this type of thing happening if there is a god out there i think these are very valid questions and if you if you experience yourself asking yourself such um questions i don't think you should be attributing them to to demons attacking you and all that i think you are just being i think you are just noticing reality for what it is and you are just asking yourself that is does this thing really make sense i think it's it's not a it's not something that you should be terrified about you shouldn't worry yourself because you are having such thoughts i think you should even you should like learn to be comfortable with them and you try to seek answers and if you try to if you want to seek answers don't just um don't just seek answers from the christian side seek answers from different views that's how that's how you uh you you keep yourself intellectually honest you keep yourself with an open mind you get because if you seek answers just from the christian side that is confirmation bias you are just trying to like uh you are just trying to keep what you believe in you are trying to keep the status quo of your belief so yeah i think it is very very reasonable to ask yourself these questions a lot of christians are going to say like you see so many christians maybe they i usually use the, the example of a christian that read and um they had an exam and they read and they prayed that god should help the should make the exam go smooth for them and what do you know they write the exam and a lot of things that they read came out in the exam and the exam goes very well for them or maybe a christian that is going for an interview trying to get a job or and this is not just christians by the way muslims and theists generally so like they have all these small small things in their life which they like they attribute to uh, God looking over them and keeping them and helping them and all that. The thing now is that while you are 
you are living your life thinking um, God is favoring you with all these small things. There are people in the world where very terrible things happen to them. They are suffering from terrible illnesses. They are crying out to God. They are crying. They are in so much pain. Uh, just recently, I saw a story of uh, of some children that were, I think they were playing hide and seek or something. And they went to enter the trunk of somebody's car and locked themselves. They, I don't even know how they got in there, but... Uh, they, they they were locked in the trunk and their parents, everybody in the neighbor, neighborhood, uh, they were looking for them, they were search, searching for them and all that. And of course, what happened to these children? They stayed, they were inside there and they couldn't come out and they suffocated to death. So you can imagine such horrible way of dying. Now, if you are anybody that is rational, you are somebody that reason, it is normal for you to think that, okay, why is it that, why was God watching uh, this thing that happened to these children? Is it that God doesn't care about the children, or is it that God wants them to die in this type of very sad and terrible death? So, if you are somebody that you think God is helping you out in your life, you have to ask yourself these questions. If you are some, if you are honest, you are looking at reality. You have to, you have to ask these questions. I know they may feel very uncomfortable, but it's just very normal for you to think this way. Except you are a very maybe you are you are a very selfish person that you don't even the suffering of others doesn't even. Um, it doesn't even come to you. And even when these type of things happen to you yourself, like when you experience suffering, it's very normal for you to ask yourself, is God out there? What is going on? So I'll just continue to read from there. And she says, it feels like stress. Now she's talking about the, the reluctance to go to church and all that. It feels like stress and normal burnout, but it is not. Intercessors are exhausted and soldiers have no zeal to hold up the sword. But listen to me, Zion has prevailed. Darkness has been conquered by light, and the army of the Lord will not give into despair or manipulation. Now, this is all that spiritual warfare stuff I was talking about. There are specific weapons that the saints need to wield for conquest in this time. One is worship and prophetic sounds. Sound and melody is going to be of very significant influence in this season, whether spiritual or secular, so much as you can stay soaked in an atmosphere that heightens God consciousness. Stay in worship. Whatever fog is hanging in the atmosphere in this season, we will break through it with worship. That is spirit and truth. Sounds that will quicken awe and reverence for the Lord in arts. Your art will also pick sounds and melodies in the spirit. So she's just she's trying to say you should um you should listen to worship music and all that so that well I think it was recently that I had this conversation with Ajo and she was talking about the way uh Christian music can make you feel emotional and all that, and you, it could give you the sensation that okay, you are you are connecting with God and things like that. And I understand all that. I, like I said, I listen to <laughs> I listen to Christian music myself. So I, I think some of the one of some of the favorite albums on my phone right now are actually um, they are Christian music. So I understand all that. So I just want to say if you like what. What um, this suggestion that she's making right here that okay if you to protect yourself from doubt to to um, to maybe to 
to encourage your spiritual life and all that, you should surround yourself with all these type of things, worship and all that. I want to say this thing can work for any religion. So if you are someone that is experiencing doubt and maybe you do this type of thing and it sort of works for you, you, you sort of feel okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with God. I want you to know that it can work for any, like it works for any religion. Uh, there are so many like you you could call them rituals there are things that people, religious people do to like um have this sense of connection and all that and i think from my perspective i'll just say like these things are very uh simple naturalistic explanations so it doesn't really mean like if you have this expo- if you have this um, emotional responses to things like this it doesn't really mean there is a god out there that is causing these things so I'm going to go on from there. He says, your art will also pick sound. I think I've read that before. Okay. There's a technology for victory embedded in those sounds. They are communicated by the wisdom of God to his soldiers to supply strength and oil. So when you hear these sounds and melodies, make sure you sing them, pray them, prophesy them until you have squeezed out all of the goodness that the sound carries let me just go on secondly as much as you can as much as you can pray often with fellow saints organize yourselves in groups of twos and threes and above and meet often to pray in the spirit it could be over call or physically if you can afford to but do it as often as you can for the next couple of weeks pray with and over one another break bread together eat the word of god together strength will also come from unity of the saints in this season this is not the time to be isolated even if you are a pulpit minister so she's trying to say you should um you should you should pray and fellowship with other believers like i said before and i'm going to say again what she's suggesting here works for other religions if a muslim is experiencing doubt and they maybe they're experiencing doubt they are not uh a muslim a jew any religion that you can think of and they surround themselves with people that believe the same things and they do their rituals and all that yeah it would actually work they could could actually feel like okay uh god is communicating with us and all that works for all religions so if you actually if you believe that if you believe that this is a way to maybe communicate with god and all that you should ask yourself that okay why does it work for why does it work for other religions like why do people it doesn't it's not even just um religions as well like you can have a gathering of people that are that are atheists and you could hear them maybe uh what's how do i call it you could hear them uh you could hear them strengthening their <laughs> their their ideas and all that like when you have that's what you have um that's what is that's what that's basically what you call a uh an echo chamber where you you have people that believe very they have very similar ideas they come and they reinforce yeah reinforce was the word i was looking for they come and they they, are, they reinforce their beliefs so if you want to be intellectually honest like i usually say i think you should try to like I think you should challenge your beliefs. You try to like listen to other people, like people that disagree with you. And that's why on my podcast, I don't just, if you notice, I don't even, I don't, 
I don't like talking to people that are not this. Like, I don't, it's not my preference. I prefer to talk to people that are believers. So, if you, if you, if you, if you value truth, like, try to, like, um, question what you, try to listen to other people. It's not every time that you just stay with people that think similarly with you and you reinforce your beliefs. No. Try to learn why people disagree with you if you, if you, if you value this thing called truth and you want to figure out what is true. So, she goes on to say, Guard your heart with all devotion. Be careful of places you allow your thoughts wander to. Contrary to popular belief, you do have control over your thoughts. Make Philippians 4.8 a mantra that you live by. So I really want to comment on this, um, on what I just read now. It's uh, This is a technique that is known as thought control. Uh, a lot of... I'm sorry if this is going to offend you, but a lot of cults use this particular technique where there are some things that the the court tells you that you must not even think of like you must guide your mind so that you don't think of all those type of things because they know that if you start if you begin to think of things like that you may end up uh not believing what the court is having to say to you anymore so it's like it's thought it's like hey this is a red limit if you are thinking in that direction don't go there at all so she's even she's saying she's saying you should be conscious of what you are thinking. So this is why a lot of people this is why people call themselves free thinkers when they leave religion because they are allowed they are free to like entertain any ideas without the fear of hey I must not think this thing I must not think this thing. And uh, I want you to notice the the attitude so far that she's uh, giving in this write up in like in what I've read so far because I'm going to compare it to what she begins to talk about later so that I'll sh- I'll show you that there is a bit of um there's there's one there's an irony there but i'm going to continue to read now she says also it is not a sin to ask questions about what you have believed really it is not a sin to ask questions about what you have believed but you are talking about having doubts and questioning god's existence and having certain thoughts like they are very negative things like they are things that are from uh satan that you should avoid then you are now going you are going you are going on later to say it is not a sin to have uh, questions, but I'm just going to continue to read. Let's see. Let's understand what she's saying. She said, she says, it does not mean you are not genuinely saved. God did not take away our brains at salvation because he expects us to use it. While we cannot possibly understand the totality of God's divinity by logic alone, logic itself testifies to the fact of his existence and majesty. Hmm. So she's trying to say she's trying to say God wants you to use your brain. Uh, God doesn't want you to just um, abandon your reasoning faculty because you are now a Christian and you now believe in the gospel and all that. Yeah, I agree with her. I think it's a it's a good thing to encourage people to use their brain. And even if she's saying uh, it is God wants you to use your brain, as long as we are just agreeing that it is a good thing to use your brain, I think we agree there. Um, whether I believe in God or not, but. I just see a bit of conflict here like like i said before if you look at the early attitude that she tried to she she tries to give she paints doubt and unbelief as something that is negative like something that is a bad thing and that's the that's the way a lot of christians actually see it i remember i was talking to somebody today and uh he, we are talking about the supernatural and all that and things like that and i was trying to tell the person why i don't think I don't think we can be confident when it comes to supernatural claims. 
and the person said okay i i have a point but uh he doesn't like to think of it in that manner and i was like okay why he said because thinking of things like that could lead somebody to atheism and i was like hmm like okay why exactly do you think uh people should avoid being atheist and he said uh it was like it is better for him to to believe what is false and then find out that it is false than for him to not believe it and find out later that he was wrong and this is the old pascal's which idea he doesn't want to go to hell and all that and i simply told him that you could apply this same logic to islam you could say what if you what if you continue to believe in christianity now and you die and you find out that islam is true you see the issue there or a muslim that says oh let me continue to believe in islam and dies and find out that christianity is true so i said instead of believing things out of fear like you have you 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 are afraid of being wrong and maybe ending up in hell or something that why don't you follow the evidence to where it leads like why don't you have intellectual honesty and just be just try to follow the evidence to where it leads and if there is a benevolent god out there a god that is good he's going to know that let's say you were wrong and you became an atheist and but this god is this god sees your heart he's going to know that okay this person wasn't trying to he wasn't just trying to fool himself or something that he he's, he's just going to god is going to show you that okay this is where you went wrong and this is this is the mistake that you you made in your your reasoning and that is all you don't need to be you don't need to be afraid of judgment and all that and this demonic this um spiritual warfare and all those stuff like just reason and follow the evidence where it leads you to I'm not saying it's not I'm not I know that there are a lot of people that are reason and try to follow the evidence and end up as Muslims. I know that people do things like that because human beings have we have our biases we have biases and um, we have things that makes us uh, that sort of uh, affect our our reasoning processes. I know that that's how we are it is that's just our nature. But you have to like try to like try to ask yourself that okay how can i minimize my biases and i don't think by surrounding yourself with people that believe the same thing as you do by trying to stop some thoughts from coming into your head and all that or seeing uh questioning your beliefs as something that is that is from satan i don't think all those um things are, are a good way to minimize your biases you get because i'm sure if you are a christian you would say you want someone that is a muslim to like if a muslim was doubting you think that's a good thing because okay if they doubt islam they can now be open to examine examining the truth of christianity right i think most christians will agree with that statement but if those muslims uh apply all these type of ideas to their beliefs they'll just uh they'll just keep reinforcing their their false beliefs according to the christians so i think if you if you if you want to if you think it's a good thing for the uh the muslim to entertain all this thought so that they can they can come to the truth i think you should apply the same standard to yourself and you should also uh and you should encourage this type of thinking you should encourage listening to other people and stuff like that so she says logic itself testifies to the facts of his existence and majesty in fact it is it is important to yeah i want to even talk about that logic statement i don't know what exactly she means but i think she's she's sort of um she's type she's, she's type of talking about this um there's this presuppositional argument where you say uh like you can only make sense of logic and reality and other type of things the the orderly 
nature of reality and the applicability of logic and all those if god exists i think that's the type of thing she's talking about i'm not sure but i think that's where she's going to but i have my disagreements with that argument and i don't i don't want to go there so she says in fact it is important that you know why you believe what you believe as a christian the bible uses words like take heed study be diligent to urge us to have proper defense for the gospel that we have believed so be very diligent with your bible with your bible study do not just study for your own edification which is the paramount reason for study study to also be able to teach know why you believe what you believe yeah so i i think this is an advice this is actually a good advice like uh i think it's an advice that should apply to everybody i think everybody should self-reflect and if you listen to me very well i that's something i encourage you should ask yourself why do i believe this thing like why have i come to this conclusion is my and you shouldn't just ask yourself you shouldn't just know what you believe and why you believe it you should also ask yourself that are my reasons justifiable like do these reasons are these good reasons to believe these things and one way you can test if uh, your reasons are good you can say you can ask yourself that okay if somebody from another faith came to me and told me that this is what they believe and they gave these very similar reasons to that i just gave will i suddenly be convinced and accept what they are saying and if your answer is no to that question you have to like look into yourself and say okay if i wouldn't accept it for another faith why am i accepting it for myself why am i having a double standard you have to ask yourself that question it's a very important question so i think yeah i think basically like this is a good advice she's saying christians should know what they believe and why they believe it. they should christians should introspect yeah so i agree with her there but i don't think uh i just want to say i don't think the way she introduced this all right up is helpful like if you want christians to to be to have this um freedom to like question their beliefs uh you uh you sort of uh attributing non-belief and doubt to demonic uh whatever it's not a good way to go about it so that's just what i want to say there so she says uh why can i believe that god is good even if bad things happen in the world so that's the basic um, problem of evil why should i stay away from sin as a christian why can i believe that jesus christ is the only way god is not afraid of our questions he has answers okay so i just want to say a lot of these questions i think i'm going to pick on the first one why can i believe that god is good even if bad things happen in the world i think i already talked about this already when i when i talked about the uh the what happened to to those children so there are so many i think one of the uh one of the greatest arguments against the existence of god and I'm, when i say god i'm not just talking about any random or vague creator i'm talking about a god that is all good all knowing all powerful all merciful and the the omni attributes like that is the existence of evil or suffering now i know that there are christian answers to these things like i know because i i am somebody that listen to i listen to christian apologetics very well so i know that there are christian answers to all the, all all the type of questions that you can ask but you just at some point you just have to ask yourself that is this answer reasonable and i think a lot like if you if we continue to probe into the answers they are going to fall apart that is just what i have noticed and this problem of evil is a very good one i even have one episode that is dedicated to it and i think i'm going to revisit it again so yeah so what i just want to say now 
to the Christians. Like, if you are somebody that is experiencing doubts and you are asking yourself these questions, like I said before, listen to both sides. Listen to, if you listen to the Christian answers, listen to the answers against them. And wherever the evidence leads you, I think you should follow the evidence where it leads. Don't have this fear of, uh, I'm going to lose my faith and if I go, if I, if I'm wrong, I'm going to burn in hell or whatever, whatever, whatever. If God is actually good, then you shouldn't be bothered about that. Just keep your intellectual honesty. Like, try to follow truth. Try to, like, follow what is true. So, I'm going to continue reading from there. Ask questions that an unbeliever may ask and watch the Holy Spirit lead you to the answers. Mm. If you are looking for questions, <laughs> you are looking for questions that unbelievers may ask. You want the ones that are very, very uncomfortable. Like, I'm just come and meet me. Come, I'm going to, I'm going to um, suggest a lot of them to you. I have many questions like that that are going to make you very uncomfortable. So just come and, yeah, I'll give you the questions. And if you can, if you can get over them, no problem. Very good for you. But just, uh, just yeah. So she's she's encouraging you to ask questions that unbelievers may ask. So I am somebody that I can call myself a professional. <laughs> I can call myself a professional unbeliever because I I I know a lot of these very of such type of questions. So I can recommend them for you. I could even recommend the apologists to you so that you you sort of see the answers that the, that the apologists are giving and you ask yourself that these answers make sense. So she goes ahead to say you may be required to defend your what you believe, not just not just to men, but even to the devil. Compare Genesis 3, 1 to 6 and Matthew 4, 1 to 10. Stay ready. Remember, we are contending from victory. We are fighting with God on our side. Satan is the enemy. All power, authority, thrones, and dominion belong to the Lord our God. Multiplied multiplied grace so that is yeah that is that that is the end of the thread and uh like i just like i was saying before i think i can easily i can easily summarize my points here very uh very straightforward and basically i'm just trying to say if you find yourself um if you, if you find yourself doubting your beliefs and all that Instead of you saying, like, instead of you thinking this is all, this is all, this is Satan and all that, this is demons and whatever, whatever. And this doesn't just apply to, uh, doesn't apply to Christians because even Muslims as well. Like, if you if you if you read the Quran or if you read a lot of words that the prophets, the prophet Muhammad said, you you see him encouraging, uh, encouraging the muslims that okay whenever you're having this doubt or whenever somebody comes and is asking you this type of question just ignore them stay away from them avoid them so that they don't um, lead you they don't take your i think the muslims call it iman they don't take your iman away from you but i know someone that's a christian would say oh that's not a good idea so what i'm just trying to say is that if you think that's not a good idea to like for the muslim to just ignore their doubt or try to push it away and try to like reinforce their beliefs i think you should just apply the same thing to yourself just try to think of like try to like follow your embrace your doubts let me just put it that way embrace your doubts and try to uh yeah look for answers but when you look for answers as well 
look for answers against your answers or look for rebuttals against your answers that's how you do it and at the end of the day you don't even you, you are not going to get to choose whether you continue believing or not if you it depends on whether the evidence convinces you or not and one other thing that i didn't even mention in, in this whole thing is that you like this idea that there is that there is a god that is all powerful out there and he wants everybody to know him and every he wants everybody to be in a relationship with him and all that if that is true are we really supposed to be having all these issues like when somebody when uh when somebody doubts if god doesn't want them to doubt like is he knows exactly what to do to like uh to like reveal himself to them in such a way that they become very confident god knows what exactly what to do so i don't understand how uh you could say that you could be afraid of doubt and all that like she said you have, you have god on your side so i really don't get it like you should be very if if god wanted the way i am now as i'm recording this episode if god wants me to become a christian right now he knows exactly what to do to convince me but for some strange reason he's not going to do it so this is another issue like this is another problem i find with uh at least the biggest version of christianity there are other versions of that like there are, there are christians that i think the universalists don't really have this problem so so that's just um that's just that uh what else do i want to say yeah basically uh in summary just keep your mind open try to understand the other side if you are doubting i want you to know it's totally normal like i said before it's anybody that looks at reality should have this type of you should think of this type of things should experience dissonance so if you're actually doubting it shows that you are thinking so don't uh don't be afraid that okay this is satan and all that and just just try to follow the evidence where it leads <sighs> so i think that is all i'm going to say i hope if you if you are someone that you you uh you experience doubt and it makes you feel very uncomfortable i think i hope this has um at least helped you to understand that what is happening to you is not something that is abnormal it's actually something that is totally uh is not it's totally normal and you should just reason and follow the evidence where it leads you all right thank you very much for listening and um, bye for now Thank you.